Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM. Three CR digital. Three CR dot org dot AU. Three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to elders past. 
present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and any First Nations people from all over the globe. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded and that reconciliation is an ongoing process in which we all need to play our appropriate part. I'm Sally Goldner. I'm host of Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender um, or genre of music, which we'll have a bit of today. Um, And we opened up, and I'll tell you why in a second, with the go-betweens and the streets of our town um, or your town. And it's that's going to be kind of appropriate. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner AM and Out of the Pan three CR eight five five AM Melbourne. Remember, any opinions I express on the program are strictly my own and not those of any organisation or role with which I'm associated outside of the station. If you want to write to us, you can do that as well. P.O. Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. I will very much mention our support line um, numbers today. Um, QLife, including Switchboard 1800 184 527. The uh, LGBTIQ Family Violence Line 1800 542 847. Rainbow Door, you can phone 1800 729 367 or SMS 0480-017246. The second half of the show will be, I think, somewhat lighter than the first because I'll be talking to fabulous queer comic Lucy Best about her show that um, kicks off tomorrow night um, called Disgraceful. But importantly, and I do want to say that um, note content notes, I want, I'm talking, I have a wonderful guest on the line uh, on the Zooms to talk about um, something that needs to get talked about in rainbow communities. It's a difficult topic, um, family including intimate partner violence in queer communities. And um, therefore, if there's anything triggering in this, please remember those numbers. And if it is, you're, you know, I love you as listeners, but your safety is more important than your listenership. If you need to step away, do what grounding techniques, etc. you need to do, please do that. So on the line to talk about it is someone who's got a lot of experience in this area, and it is my pleasure to welcome to 3CR and Out of the Pan, Kylie O'Connor. Kylie, welcome. Thank you very much, Sally. It's a pleasure to be part of the program. And can I just start by asking, if it's okay, which pronouns you use, if any, and uh, um, she, and also she, her. <laughs> she, her. And also just check in with which um, Aboriginal lands you're on. Uh, Darawal, I think. Yep, you're on the south coast of um, south what is now coast, called New yeah. South Wales. Um, family violence, it's a difficult topic to talk about. It can affect so many of us. I mean, we heard, um, you know, that I deliberately picked that go-between song because it does touch on it um, directly, but um, sometimes we only think of family violence and, yes, We'll say in possibly absolute and relative numerical terms, I want to acknowledge very much that it affects um, cisgender heterosexual women and it can affect children, but of course it can affect everyone and that's sort of where you come in. Where do you want to perhaps um, bounce off um, off, um, off that sort of thing where you come in? Uh, yeah, well, I, I generally advocate for... Um males that have been through the violence as well, but also in the rainbow community. Um, In my experience, it hasn't been talked about that much. It's more so now than what it was three years ago. Uh, When I started talking about it, um, generally on social media, it's like nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody, like there was a real wall there. And in three years, it's really opened up and, um, I have a Facebook group for survivors of LGBTQI plus uh, domestic violence um, because there's nothing like it. <laughs> I, I I went through it myself. Um, mm. I actually grew up in it. Um, my parents had a very toxic relationship that did morph into domestic violence on both sides. And um, I learned to be a people pleaser and all the standard trauma responses that come with that. Um, 
I married at 20 and had four children in my 20s and then came out of the closet at 41. Um, and I don't think, apart from the relationship I'm in now, which is the healthiest I've ever um, been in, um, all of them were quite toxic in their own way. Mm. Um, and, and the one that got me nearly homeless was Domestic Violence 101. Um, you could have written a degree on <laughs> on what I went through. It, it was almost, um, uh, what do they say, workbook, um, classic narcissism. Uh, and whether it was narcissistic personality disorder, um, I don't know, but there were a lot of traits there. And it's traumatising as a victim. Mm. Um, and when I was in crisis housing, um, I looked for a rainbow organisation that I could lean on and I couldn't find anything. There was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. And I got really devastated about that. But then I also got very determined to make my own. Um, I got determined to heal and be healthy because I didn't want to. I knew if I didn't do the work I needed to do as in therapy uh, and everything that came with that, uh, I would, and the next partner would probably kill me. Mm. Um, so I did what I needed to do and it was hard work. Um, but once again, I looked for rainbow courses that revolved around um, same sex, you know, queer relationships and there was nothing. Um, so I went and uh, did a life coaching course. I, I've started up a Facebook group. And I've written a program to help uh, survivors regain their self-love because in my healing, I realised that my lack of self-love had attracted that kind of person where they treated and said things exactly how I felt about myself. Mm. So there wasn't anything that this person said that I didn't think myself, which is quite devastating and heartbreaking, but I certainly don't think that now, you know, but I had to do some very hard work to yep. turn myself yep. around on that. Yeah. Look in that thinking, yeah. Yeah, wow. Look, first of all, I just want to acknowledge your authenticity and courage and honesty in speaking about it, um, which is not easy. Um, and totally affirm the well significant shortage of you know services who are even aware of, aware of the issue or fully supportive. And of course, some might get gay and lesbian issues, but then we get into issues like trans and bi. Mm. And there's probably, mm. I remember researching, hitting the search engine a few, um, a few years ago, and there were about four entries that came up for inter intersex domestic violence, um, full, mm. full stop. And it was just like, we should mm. talk about it, which doesn't tell us much at all. So mm -hmm. we certainly need, you know, the research, the resources and what sort of things can happen. But I think you've just brought on, you know, you've covered so much. And once again, I'll, I'll keep giving out the various numbers throughout our conversation. One being um, Q Life, including switchboard 1800 184527. Um, it must have been, you know, we're talking some, if I can use the phrase, deep emotions with deep roots. Um, you know, mm. and you said it was hard work to overcome that. Um, and I totally, again, also affirm that my question is what sort of, you know, everyone's journey is everyone's journey, but perhaps what sort of things worked for you? If you're feeling comfortable to tell us a bit more about how that happened, what sort of things helped you move forward? Um, what sort of ideas you have so that if there's someone out there going, Oh, the first part of Kylie's story is resonating for me as a queer person mm -hmm. or anyone you know, they might be able to go, oh, wow, I can look for something. So please um, tell us a little more mm. about that. I, I at one point had a trauma therapist uh, and I went to a very gay affirming, as in, you know, rainbow, I don't mean that singularly, mm -hmm. a rainbow affirming uh, therapy uh, group called Relationships Australia um, where they... Um, I went to one therapist and um, and even I was on New Start, you know, uh, so we all know how much we get on New Start. Mm. And I didn't have the dollars um, 
and I was just charged five dollars for a session um and I was so grateful and because my ex had breached uh my AVO um my case got pushed up and I then had organizations touching base with me which put me in touch with a organization called Vans or a program called Vans which is violence abuse neglect uh services I think that's in New South Wales though I'm not sure what services are in other states Mm -hmm. uh and that was uh I would have to say that that was probably the safest therapist I've ever been to uh, she really held space for me to talk about difficult things and she had the experience to go there. I, I'm i a person that goes deep or goes home, so um, mm. I wanted yeah. I wanted to do the work. Um, how I balanced that out is I had to learn to nurture myself. I had to learn to put myself first because my upbringing had made me into a people well, – my trauma response was people-pleasing. I um, had to learn to put myself first and say, this is a priority, I'm sorry. Uh, and I had to learn boundaries as well. I had to learn what my needs were. I had to learn <laughs> to acknowledge my own emotions. Um, and all of that is hard when you come from a place of um, trauma. Yeah. So um, it's just step by step, you know. Yeah, sort of, you know, clearing out piece by piece, so to speak. Look, I, again, totally affirmed and for what it's worth understood. And I think, you know, I think this is something a lot of um, rainbow people in particular go through, particularly, I'm not dismissing for a second what younger people go through, but at least there is a chance of a better start. But when you've been demeaned all your life always felt like the odd one out that sort of thing mm-hmm. um i think there's a lot that um comes in there about lack of self-love uh, one of my um favorite people anthony van brown um wrote in his book a life of unlearning about um similar things to what you're saying about um yeah. you know people pleasing and all that sort of thing and you know it's a it's a very big issue and just to mention a couple of services in Victoria, just two, um, uh, apart from Switchboard, um, Drummond Street Services slash Queer Space is a great service, and Thorn Harbour Health are two um, big queer services. And I've done some work with the um, North East Cars are in North East Victoria. Um, so they're, they're gradually getting there. But as I say, it's a lot of dots to join, so to speak, um, all around the country. And um, again, I'd probably recommend QLife, um, which of course can be national, um, to try to get some information and support to get people through. And um, you know, there's not, it hasn't been talked about a lot. And I'm um, I'm trying. I'm um, Russ Russ um, Russ. Um, I'm so I have a name block sometimes. Who did the wonderful? sort of performance, um, The Dark Side of the Closet. Um, and I think it's Russ um, Briggs, and I'm so sorry if I get that wrong, um, which was a gay man's journey of <clears throat> intimate partner violence in the late 1990s. And, um, you know, it's a, one, it's a very powerful show that um, uses his skills and, you know, sort of goes through his story. And, of course, he now has a wonderful partner, Matt. Um, so, um, yeah. We need these stories to be told again. I just totally affirm that you <clears throat> are sharing your story. Um, mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, just getting a good good therapist, getting some support. I also think yep. Relationships Australia, are, to my knowledge, again, pretty queer-friendly um, and well-trained. Yeah. Um, so I'd affirm that as well. And, yeah, I have to um, check out Vans as well. And it's just it can be, you know, if, um, finding that therapist who clicks for you. And I also totally yes. affirm about go deep or go home. I'm a person like that in terms of neuroprocessing. And I'm also going to say something else that just, you know, you strike on some things for me personally, even as we're talking, um, you know, that I think I, I would disclose that as well. So you gradually have, you know, sort of, um, well, turned life around, um, yep. which is so important. Um, and, you know, 
um, yesterday was domestic violence, queer domestic violence awareness day. I'll go with queer for short. And you now, what does that mean to you now? Both I'll say personally and I'll say professionally that we have a day like that. And what would you like to see happen on that day? Um, and and what more can we do? Uh, well, the the CEO of that particular awareness group, Ben, yeah. um, he he had a dinner. Um, I think it was on Friday night and a fundraiser to raise awareness, um, and that's his area of expertise. Um, I would like to see um, a a program, which I've actually written one that actually helps you get in touch with, you know, being worthy, being enough, being lovable, and and that sounds really um, superficial, being lovable, but a lot of us, Look at it, oh, you know, they stay in a long-term toxic relationship because they, they just want to be with someone. But the thing is, regardless of how you identify and what stage you are of your transition or your queer journey, you are lovable just as you are. Um, so that's three stages of the first three steps of my program. Knowing what your needs are as a person, as a single person, but also within the scope of a relationship uh, because if you don't know how to communicate your needs or don't know what your needs are, it's not going to turn out well on any level. Um, and acknowledging your emotions, they're not the big bad wolf that everyone thinks they are. Mm. When all of those five things are in place, we have boundaries and quite often people pleaders have no boundaries and next minute we're, um, we're not coping because we've given too much. So instead of then when we get into a toxic relationship, it ends up, you know, or a domestic violence, a situation where you're a people pleaser with someone who just doesn't respect your boundaries, it ends up being um, this. This is this subject is is a can be a matter of life or death. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I came home and that week I, I came home to Wollongong. It was February 2019. There was a story in the paper of a lesbian couple where one of the couples had thrown the other person, the, the victim, over the rail and killed. Like, this this isn't a, oh, she hasn't hit me, and that's a thing mm. too. Um, it's so multi-layered and I apologise for jumping all over, over the okay. place. Um but, you know, when, when you love yourself, when you put yourself first, um, not in a selfish way, I'm not saying, mm. I, you know, mm. it's all about me. I'm saying in a nurturing, loving manner, uh, you attract people to you mm-hmm. that treat you that way uh, and you meet beautiful people. I was complete, almost destroyed by what happened to me. Uh, I I lost every possession I had, including a 15-year-old dog. Uh, My ex took off with my phone, my ID and my car, uh, and I was left with clothes on my back. Um, And in order to get uh, apprehensive, the ADVO, um, I had to stay in the town that this had happened. I was determined to make them accountable for their behaviour. Um, and I'm using general neutral terms there to protect their privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was traumatic, <laughs> to say the least. I'm laughing out of I can't believe that happened to me, yep. even though yeah. it did. I don't mean to make light of the situation yeah. because yeah. at one point in the backpackers in the entrance, I was in a fetal position crying for an hour under the shower. So I don't mean to demean any part of this um, at all by my chuckling. Um, I understand. When I did come home and I was I was stable and I had to allow my family and I'm so grateful um, to love me, you know, because I was like the brick wall was up and I, I was in a very uh, – that fight or flight, I was in that, <laughs> I was in shock. Um, and they just were there 
Uh, they didn't say anything. Even to this day, I haven't talked a lot about what I've been through. Um, and I went to the beach. The, the waves, the sand, the um, everything just healed me. It took away my anxiety. And Sally, you, at the beginning, you talked about grounding. Mm. Uh, once my feet hit that sand, um, it was like something just got completely drained away from me. It's like I was, you know, um, yeah, it balanced me out. The waves washed away, away all the shit that was in my head, anxiety, what the things I was worried about, the hurt, the pain, and then I'd get out and I'd ground myself on the dirt, on the sand again. I'd lay flat and just bring up whatever hurt and let the sand and the waves take it, and then I'd go in and wash it all away. And I did that day after day after day. Um, and I would collect a rock or a shell every time, and um, I've got jars of them now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's what worked for me. I know other people um, love uh, going bush. Uh, I like, know other people like going, you know, hiking, I, I do think nature has a healing mm. power that we, we just have no scope of its power um, and, and the, what what it actually does to our us on a soul level. You know, I'm getting into the spiritual stuff now, but, you know, it, I think it all goes hand in hand too, you know. Um, yeah. oh, look, lot, yeah. lots in there, Kylie. Um, you know, and I think that whether it's bush or nature or beach or um, – one of the fab therapists down here, I know the fabulous Matt Glover is now working very much with forest therapy, which is very sounds very similar, or at least has some similarities. Also, I want to say that you know we have a reaction to shocking events where we do laugh. That's um, you know, I just want to affirm that as well. And also, just again, mention one of the various numbers we have: Rainbow Door one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. If um, anyone needs support in any way um, in relation to this content. Um, you're now taking your experiences and you're now putting that into some of the work that you do. Tell us just a little about that to perhaps wrap it up. Uh, I have a Facebook uh, group called The Warrior's Way. Uh, We've got a a huge I am determined and it is uh, a great pleasure to offer a completely inclusive group. Uh, I will not tolerate anybody saying anything about my trans sisters or brothers. I just won't tolerate it. Uh, so we have a lot of trans people in the group that have been through domestic violence as they've come out mm. uh, from childhood. It's not strictly intimate partner violence. Yep. Um, yeah. And I just have inspirational um, stuff. I do lives and um, I'll be launching my, my program in the coming weeks. Um, I, I'm also... Um, I'm a life coach, so I'm. I can give you ses- personal sessions as well, uh, and take you through my program if if you don't want to be around other people and as as socially um, have social anxiety on that front. Um, and I'm work from anywhere, you know. As long as time zones can be tricky, but you know, um, it's that's one way I'm doing it because I think if we if we have a program that stops the cycle mm. then you can you, you deserve to have that beautiful happy life and that there I believe that there's if you want a healthy relationship there is someone out there for you and you have to just know that you are deserving of that healthy happy queer relationship that you dream of beautifully put um thank you so much i think you know i think that's because of time we might uh, end it there oh the one thing what's the best way for people if they do want to just contact you um you know um um and perhaps find out about the facebook group i'm i'll play safe and just i'm not sure if the facebook group group is what is it open closed or secret um or do they just it's get private into... it's definitely private yeah yeah so the best way to find out about it is perhaps just to get in touch with you somehow. What's the best means of communication that you're perhaps comfortable um, to? You can email me at barefootcoach at yahoo.com. Barefootcoach, all one word. I'll um, yes. 
put that um, you know into some information. Um, Kylie, really, really again, totally affirm the courage in sharing your story. Not easy, but also again affirm your work in coming through it and the work that you're doing now, which will definitely, if it hasn't already, save a life. It's um, will turn lots of lives around. It's really, really important that we do it, and it was just totally um, appropriate that we spoke to you on the weekend of Queer Domestic Violence Awareness Day. Yes. And thank you so much. You thank just... you, Sally. It's been a pleasure. All right. If you just want to hang on for a second, I'll um, um, just move to today's episode of Pacific X. Um, the fabulous crew from Pacific X, X have episode seven lined up. Um, let's hear from them on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Aloha, We are PX Fano, a Pacifica LGBTIQ plus podcast created during the COVID-19 pandemic as a voice for our community, informing and promoting good health and keeping our rainbow whanau safe from COVID. This is presented by the Pacific X Collective and produced on Wurundjeri land in the studios of 3CR in Nam, Melbourne. Kia orana, my name is Maki. My pronouns are he, him, and I am a gay, proud Tongan and Kuganda. For today's episode, I will be talking about long COVID and how drag helped our guests cope during lockdowns. What is long COVID, you may ask? A person is usually considered to have long COVID if their symptoms have persisted for longer than four weeks after their initial infection. These symptoms can include extreme fatigue, shortness of breath, heart palpitations, chest pain, or tightness. My guest for this episode is none other than Joseph Tufuna, aka Tongue in Cheek, who will explain their experience of coping with symptoms of COVID-19 and elevating and drag during lockdown. Well, thanks for having me, Marky. My name is Siosifa Tufunga. Uh, my stage name is Tongan Cheek. Pronouns are he, him, out of drag, and she, her, in drag. I guess, where do I start? I, you know, went and brought my makeup. I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I... I was like, okay, we're going to just get this mug together during lockdown. We came out of lockdown, we're back into lockdown. And yeah, I was just focusing a lot of my time on my makeup and and kind of planning looks. That was pretty much what was going on during lockdown. Last year in late September, right before coming out of lockdown, it's when I got COVID. And it hit me like a train. I thought I was strong. And then COVID hit and I was bedridden for about 10 days. Yeah, I've never felt my knees like that. I tried to get up and walk. It was just really sore. My whole body was sore. There's a bit of long COVID. I feel like my voice is very raspy and it's been quite, it, it comes and goes. Like if I'm eating healthy and everything kind of go away and drinking enough water. But um, yeah, lately it's just, I haven't been looking after myself. So it's kind of dropped. The raspy voice is back, but I guess it's also winter as well. If you were to give a word of advice for anyone um, wanting to establish their journey in drag, what advice would you give them? We don't have to do too much in order to inspire. We just have to be there. We have to show up. I can show up with a go-go wig and be on stage. There's representation in a space that's predominantly white, Caucasian, cis men or, you know, white drag queens. Yet, to be honest, I think showing up. But then it's showing up, but then it's also what are you showing up? What are you telling when you do show up is is what's the, the whole storytelling of it all. It's what you do when you show up. There's one thing of going out there and, and performing a set or something, but, like, dig deep, like... Tell your story. It is going to enhance your performance. It's going to come from a, a true place. It's going, to, it's, it's going to come from your heart. And it's going to connect with people. Vulnerability is so key. For more information, visit www.coronavirus.vic.gov.au for information on long COVID. And for information on COVID-19 service provisions, visit www.dhhs.vic.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. This is Siosifa Tufunga, a.k.a. Tongan Cheek, and you're listening to PX Fano.
You've been listening to PX Fano with the Pacific X Collective, speaking about keeping COVID safe and what that means to the Pacifica LGBTIQA plus community. For more of the latest information about COVID, go to www.health.gov.au. Listen and download our episodes from 3cr.org.au forward slash pxfano. And to find out more about who we are, go to pacificx.com. PXFano would like to thank the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Program for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Our theme music was produced and recorded by Veena. Catch us again next week on Out of the Pan on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. Subscribe to 3CR. Where else can you hear radical news, analysis, music and opinions? Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 3cr.org.au and 3cr on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 
and we just heard from the emotions and the best of my love which we hope people in their relationships get but it's also a fun song and it's important that we spoke to Kylie about um, the importance of yesterday being queer um, domestic violence awareness day but also there's lots of great creative people who do have some fun in our community and one is on the line now and um, to talk about a show that she has coming up for about a week this week um, in the city of Melbourne and that's Lucy Best. Welcome to 3CR Lucy. Thank you Sally. Hi. Good to have you with us. You're doing a show which I just think um, this is what we like um, called Disgraceful. How? Yes. Drop some hints on how you're disgraceful and give us some te- give <laughs> well, us some teasers for the show. A lot of the show is about my misspent youth, so content warning. There's lots of sex and drugs. Ooh. I misspent it very well. <laughs> Good. Um, I guess essentially it's about uh, you know when people give you labels that you should not let shame be part of those labels Mm -hmm. Uh, and sometimes the labels might seem like they're derogatory or an insult and we can just own them and claim them much the same way that we've reclaimed the word queer yep which is a good a good thing to do and I've got to say I do um love the the photo on your flyer was was that how you went about looking disgraceful or was or was that just a um, flyer that photo? photo is the inspiration behind the show so I had an idea that I wanted to do a show about aging and kind of um you know I suppose aging disgracefully but I hadn't really thought of it in those terms and then I had a photo session with the amazing Rachel Mia ah. she styled that photo and I'm wearing a fabulous jacket by Gunshy Design and when I looked at it, I was like, I think that, that that's really speaking to me. Um, and disgraceful was the word that str- sprang to mind. And then the show kind of <laughs> developed from there. Decided instead of talking about um, aging now, I talk, I'd talk more about how I got to where I am now. Fair enough. Um, and you are a Raw Comedy State finalist from a few years ago. So you've... Um, been around the comedy traps and well, you know, well done to um, to getting there. And of course, um, a big woohoo for Raw Comedy who do um, bring on our um, up and coming comics. Um, yeah. And you know, sort of, I suppose the the question on a show like Out of the Pan, which covers queer issues, um, is very very important. How much um, sort of, you know, again, teasers, not spoilers. Um, how much did queerness come into being disgraceful in a good way? Yeah, I mean, I did. There is a, quite a lot of the show is about that and about um, basically not. I didn't realize that I was unusual, and I thought that everyone else was the weird ones for being monosexual, as I call them. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm attracted to all people. <laughs> basically, I like to say, if you're not racist and I want to touch you, then you're in with a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds pretty dis- um, happily disgraceful to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, so I talk about um, my youth and having that realisation that, oh, actually, not everyone is, uh, is into all kinds of other people. And, uh, and, and when I was a youth back in the 80s, we didn't really, bisexual wasn't really a commonly used mm. term and pansexual didn't even exist. So it's wonderful now that we have labels and, of course, you know, only use labels if they help you. But uh, that's, it has been helpful for me to go, I'm the B in the LGBTIQA+. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It just seems there's so much bi-visibility now, and I've got to um, just quick um, digression. I had a wonderful time at the Unicorns event on Friday, run by the fabulous oh, Delcy. fabulous. Um, lots of um, glammy people. Um, lots of, well, no, I'm going to say lots of people just be being themselves to, to put a small pun in. Um, because, and the thing was that, you know, that you could put not just your pronouns, but whatever labels and descriptors on your sticky label on, as you did the speed dating part. And there was just no questioning of it. And it's just, um, it's wonderful to have that now. But, um, as you say, yeah. it wasn't like that in the, um, you know, types gone by. And yet you seem to yeah. have come out quite re well. From what you said, you were the one who said thought well. Everyone else was was in inverted commas weird because they were mono. Um, <laughs> but did you have any, you know, sort of challenges coming out? I'll say queer generally and queer in performing slash comedy. 
I think, I mean, you, you said about bi visibility. I think that bi erasure thing has always been an issue. And I find, you know, whoever you're in a relationship with, people go, oh, so you're a lesbian now. Oh, okay, so you're straight now. Or that mm. was just a phase. Or So I've had that, you know, since, since being a, a teenager, I'd say, that everyone assumes that whatever you previously, whatever relationship you're previously in was a phase and the current one is actually your sexuality. And you go, no, I'm still, no matter if I'm in a relationship with, someone who identifies as one gender or another or no gender or I'm not in a relationship at all, I'm still bisexual. Absolutely. Um, um, always, always a bee. And we've got to mention before we go further um, that um, we've got some thank you for this. We've got giveaways to see um, Disgraceful for tomorrow night. And I'm going to uh, get to see if our listeners can find the answer to a question. And you are allowed, listeners, you are allowed to phone a friend or um, that sort of thing. Um, to win two tickets to tomorrow night, Monday night, the 30th. Two tickets to opening night. Opening night, um, a gala event, a gala event, and that was a Daryl Summers joke. Um, <laughs> seriously, um, if you, the first two listeners or listener who wants two tickets to come and tell, to get in touch with me by all the means of communication, what day is Celebrate Bisexuality Day celebrated on and has been since 1990? Which particular day of the year? Um, I think that's a good question to ask. That um, is a good question. Um, and you can win two tickets, and I'll be um, monitoring the various means of communication um, um, throughout the afternoon and um, you, and up until maybe even 7 o'clock tomorrow night, but I hope someone comes in very quickly. Um, Lucy, as well, you do lots of things. You uh, run a queer comedy night um, in Fitzroy. Tell us a bit about that. That's right. Um, and you were on on the last one. It was a fabulous night. So it's it's just called Queer Comedy. Uh, the clue is in the name. Uh, it's every other month at George's Bar on Johnston Street in Fitzroy. And it's I call it a variety night. So it's queer comedy, but it's, you know, we often have a musical act. Sometimes we have a bit of sketch comedy and it's free. And um, we have a lovely, loyal crowd of regulars that come, but there's still room for more. So if anyone wants to come, the next one is the 27th of July. Yep, it was a great night, um, and um, well, yes, I will say I was there in some way. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, um, for a person who's suddenly gone, out, um, yeah, we won't say any more. Um, but um, anyway, it was lots of fun. I do do want to say it was a very, you know, it's just such a queer, friendly crowd. Um, they really got all the material, and it's so nice again when you don't have to really explain things, whereas you know, predominantly cishet endo crowd would probably be going, huh, what's she talking about? Um, or that person yeah. talking about or whatever it is. So I think yeah. it's a really good venue. So, yeah, mark out, um, mark down 27th of July in your Outlook calendars and similar now, people of all genders, and have lots of fun. Um, and so Disgraceful um, is, as it says on the flyer, a one-woman show about a lifetime of behaving badly. Um are we allowed to ask how much lifetime you've had that, and how much material, therefore, you've got to, to draw yeah. on? Yeah. I, I just turned 48 um, on, uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I'm, you know, I surely must be middle-aged by now. <laughs> I must be about halfway there. Uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, reflecting on that and reflecting on the fact that I wasn't just disgraceful in my teens and my 20s. turns out I was a pretty disgraceful little kid too. Okay then, but we um, will, will we find out about the <laughs> no, more no more spoilers? No more spoilers. You've got to come along and see Disgraceful, which is at the Butterfly Butterfly Club at Five Carson Place, off Little Collins, in the centre of the Melbourne Central Business District. Um, and as we say, we've got and, two. Yep, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say it. So it's um, a bit of stand-up comedy, a bit of sketch, and a bit of music. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's very light-hearted. Although I touch on. Some of the some of the um, challenges that we face as we get to the age that I am, I I try and do them all in a very light-hearted way. So it's um, come along and laugh, <laughs> come along, and laugh loudly, so I can hear you. Laugh loudly, <laughs> and you can do that thirtieth um, and thirty-first of May, first, second, third, fourth of June. So six shows starting as we go live to air tomorrow night, being Monday night. Five Carson Place, off Little Collins, in the centre of CBD at the Butterfly Club. Um, fly in um, and enjoy some comedy. Eight thirty starting time each night to get there just before, and no doubt grab a beverage if um, that is your inclination. And yep. yeah, hopefully, um, well, I'm certainly going to be there tomorrow night. Um, I look forward to seeing you there. 
for sure. And hopefully two of our listeners will avail themselves of the free tickets that you've kindly provided. And, um, well, um, yeah, and I want to have you on the show more perhaps to talk about life as, we'll say, Lucy Best's person um, after you've given away all the spoilers. Um, um, But definitely wanted to give this a mention and also a shout-out to any queer comics or performers, um, please send stuff in to outofthepan855 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you as well and um, promote um, you know, um, queer performance. And if there are um, queer yes. com- comedic performers listening and you're interested in appearing on the Queer Comedy Nights at Absolutely. George's Bar, then please do get in touch with me. My email address is lucy at lucybest.com. A nice simple one. I'll pop that um, into the podcast link, and um, we'll make sure that we um, get um, queer comedy on on the boil um, in Great. Melbourne. Lucy, I'll let you get back to your day. Um, thank you so much for your time popping in from where you are on the job today, and um, took us for a great week of shows for Disgraceful. Thank you, Sally. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Catch you. Bye now. Bye. Lucy Best on 3CR talking queer comedy. Um, just have time to wrap up the show. And um, then Freedom of Species at one o'clock today. Um, they have um, lined up an interview with um, animal photographer Joanne MacArthur discussing the book Hidden Animals in the Anthropocene, documenting, sadly, our violent relationships to non-human animals across the world and features the work of 40 animal photojournalists. But I'll just have a quick message and um, then uh, come back and wrap it all up. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Enjoy the splendour of Ripon Lee Estates Gardens at the Botanica Festival. Featuring an open-air market and huge plant sale, it will be a day of entertainment with plenty to do. Join a garden tour or explore stalls selling gardening books, plants and locally made items. There will be food vans and performances throughout the day. This event is generously made possible by the City of Glenira. Botanica will be held on the 29th of May between 10am and 3pm at the Ripponlea Estate, Elstonwick. Further information can be found on the Ripponlea website, ripponlea.com.au. The National Trust of Australia is a 3CR supporter. CR's annual Radiothon fundraiser launches in June. We need your financial support to be independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station strong and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2022. 3CR, keep community strong. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au, three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. What a packed show it has been today. Thanks again to our guest Kylie O'Connor talking about a, a very difficult but necessary topic to talk about. Um, family, including intimate partner violence, with a, an emphasis on queer communities. Once again, numbers to call switchboarding as part of Q Life one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. Um the Victorian Queer Family Violence Line, 1-800-542-847, Rainbow Door, 1-800-729-367, and um, for phone and SMS, 0480-017-246. And thanks, of course, to Lucy Best. And remember, um, hop in for your chop, as they say, um, or your vegetarian chop, um, because there's two free tickets to Lucy's show tomorrow night. Um, so get in touch with me via all the means of communication out of the pan 855 at Gmail. Um, you can um, tweet at, uh, well, perhaps DM um, at Sal Gold said so on Twitter or Facebook message and um, I'll see you there um, in enjoying Lucy's fabulous comedy. 
As I said, coming up next, Freedom of Species with um, Joanne MacArthur, animal photojournalist. And, well, you don't get rid of me that easily this week. I'll be back at two to do rotations today to place lots of country music that the fabulous Joe from 3CR has been sending me. Um, rotations as just is just that, a rotating show at 2pm every Sunday and then queering the air at 3 However, no, no mucking around. Um, pretty much got a goo-est locked in for next week. I'll be talking to a federal ALP politician because we um, took a break from the politics this week, um, but we need to get cracking on some LGBTIQA plus reform and progress both legally and socially um, after the, well, the relative queer debacle that was federal politics of the last nine years. Um, some people will say I've probably been too diplomatic there, but anyway... It's been a very interesting week. It's just this feeling of relief, but it only feels at this point like we've sort of gone from reverse to neutral and we're still in neutral with the handbrake on, if I can use um, a motoring analogy, of course, a car run by um, clean fuel. So I want to make sure that we now get into gear um, and get some queer reforms going. It's just, um, you know, we can't just have it. Nature abhors a vacuum. Nature is not a Godfrey salesperson. Um, I think is how that one works. Anyway, um, make sure that um, you're tuning in next week, but also, as I say, I'll be back in an hour or so with rotations um, and music of all the non-binary kinds, not just country and western, but all sorts of related fields as well. Uh, Take it out today um, as part of National Sorry Week, um, with Sorry Day being back on Thursday, and, well, dedicate this track to Sorry Day, someone who fought so hard for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and Eddie Marbo, and this track from Neil Murray from the album The Wondering Kind. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
I will not let them I won't let them be what they don't understand No business, no business with this land Cause Eddie my boy He said so Eddie my boy He knows so